Hello everybody and welcome to our first Hey Queen session looking at the sovereign self. I'm going to be joined by Claire Hope who is a wonderful healer, a teacher and a coach and an artist and we will be deep diving into what it means to step into our sovereignty and um, really claim it for ourselves. Hi everybody who's joining, welcome, welcome. So we're gonna be talking about and about stepping into our king or queen energy and what that means. I'm just letting Claire in so she can join us in the conversation. Let's see. There we go. Should be able to join soon. Thank you for your patience. Ah. All righty. Well, while we wait for her, let's just dive into what it means to um, to be sovereign. And earlier we touched on the king and queen archetype. And the king and queen archetype are the part of ourselves which takes care of our kingdom. If you think about the role of a, of a king or a queen was to survey the kingdom and to make decisions for the kingdom, for the betterment of the kingdom. Um, and if we think about that in terms of ourselves, it's stepping into that parenting role and being a parent to ourselves, making choices that serve our highest good, that serve our expansion and our growth. Um, and sorry, Claire is really trying to join and I'm not sure what is happening. Um, so welcome everybody. Hi, welcome. So we're speaking about the sovereign self. The sovereign really is in charge of everything, like the queen or the king archetype, like I said. They are in charge of our choices, how we show up, in the same way that a parent leads a household. So really the conversation around sovereignty is also a conversation around reparenting and being the mother and father that you needed and not to negate what our parents or guardians gave us, but really um, starting to take charge of that and to um, embody that as well as we move through life. So um, part of that in terms of reparenting is also around caring and accepting and loving and showing unconditional love for all parts of ourselves, our shadow selves and also our inner child self, um, that part of us which is often wounded or hurt or experienced different traumas. When we're children, we don't have the same emotional capacity. There's Claire. Hi. Hi. Yay. I'm so glad you joined. How are you doing? going so well thank you it's so good to be here in the space with you i'm so so excited to be starting these hey queen sessions with you 
For those who are just joining, this is our first Hey Queen session, and today we'll be talking about the sovereign self, that king and queen energy within each of us. Claire and I are going to be doing this as a series leading up to a six-week immersion that we will be hosting in June. So Claire, I've just spoken a little bit about what being sovereign means to me. Maybe you can speak about what the sovereign self means to you. I'd love to, thank you. So the sovereign self is something that Paige and I found ourselves to be tremendously passionate about, particularly because it's allowed us to move in such a way in the world that we can feel like we can show up in the world and as women claim space in the world. Um, it's tremendously important to be able to move from a place within so that our true authentic selves can shine through. And the more that that can happen, the world that a fundamental, the more that a fundamental shift can happen in the world. Because we find in nowadays, you know, people tend to be looking outside of themselves for value and affirmation, whereas the true gift is within. And the more we diversify and the more we become resilient in ourselves to bring forward that inner fire and that essence and that pure source energy, the more the terrain can shift socially and in the entrepreneurial space, the more the game can change. And that is why it's so important. We feel that more people are doing this. And to be able to do that requires a tremendous amount of self-work because then we're going particularly into inner child work where we weren't equipped as small children to deal with what we were faced with. We weren't able to identify with ourselves or identify with the situation we were around. And we simply were in a position where we had to say yes to everything that was outside of ourselves and we weren't taught to say yes to ourselves as a primary in the way that we can be respected and we can learn self-respect as a way to move forward and as a way to learn boundaries and as a way to learn that our uniqueness is amazing and absolutely vital as a way to bring creativity into the world and as a way to bring spirit into the world. And it's important in this way to empower women because naturally women are creative. We are born creative. And so this program is really a deep dive to unpack those juicy and volatile and hidden spaces to just bring them back into balance so that you can feel resourced and equipped to be able to come forward as who you truly authentically are and to shine in that because we want to see you shine. Yes. I love how you were talking about uh, inner child work because um, just before you joined, I was talking about how stepping into the sovereign self really is a reparenting exercise and taking charge of our life, taking charge of our power. And I think a big part of that is also acknowledging power. And I think that's something which is really scary, especially for women. We're not encouraged to step into our power. Right. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really loved everything that you said. Um, and for me, you also spoke about the source and, and connecting to that, that source energy. And it takes me back to the first time that I experienced the sovereign in myself, that queen energy. I was 19. I was severely depressed. I had just come out of an emotionally abusive relationship, which had triggered all my childhood traumas. And I felt really lost within myself. 
And I went on this phenomenal women's retreat and from Women Within International. Some of you may know about it. Um, and I was, I was really faced with myself at halfway through the weekend. I was actually like, oh my gosh, I want to leave. Like, I don't think this is for me. And it was that resistance that you were saying, those volatile edges of ourselves that we have to meet to break through, to make the breakthroughs and to step into our growth. And um, my process ended up being a mirror process where I had to look at myself in the mirror and really acknowledge myself. And I think it was the first time that I ever did that. And I was terrified to look into my own eyes and actually acknowledge the woman that I was seeing there. But since then, I have had such a phenomenal healing journey because I had that taste of sovereignty. And, and just to say that we are not always in our sovereign, but the goal is to be constantly bringing ourselves back into that king or queen energy. And um, it's really addictive, actually. <laughs> like after you felt that, that sense of self-power, sense of self-acceptance and self-compassion, um, you have those, those thoughts like, how did I ever tolerate that thing, you know, that that person used to do to me? Or how did I ever tolerate, you know, that behavior? Or, and when you realize that, you know, your sovereign self, you deserve so much more, you have so much power, you have so much worth, right? What was your journey into the sovereign self? Right. Well, all these things you mentioned, I relate to so much because even for myself, just, just going into what you were saying um, about creating a relationship with yourself and your sovereign self, it's like you can't actually be in relationship with another without being in relationship with yourself yeah. because then we don't know where we start or end. We, we land up in codependent patterns. We end up saying, oh, I need to just burn this all to the ground because I need to get out of this now. I just don't see or feel my edge in this at all anymore. And those are all invitations to go inside. Whenever we feel that, those are all invitations to go within and say, I actually need to touch base with myself where I'm right here and right now and speak my truth and show my truth and see that I can take up this space and see that my truth does have a place in this space. And who's ever in my space with me is not going to abandon me. If they don't embrace me, that's fine. But the point is, is that... I have to stay in alignment with whoever I am at this point in time. Otherwise mm. I'm going to lose sight of myself and it's mm. up to me to lay the ground of how I need to be treated and how I need to be respected. Mm. And so in, in my own story, I'm going to speak to two things. I'm going to speak to family upbringing and I'm going to speak to being in relationship. So my mm. family upbringing, there were no boundaries in my home mm. and it was, uh, it was essentially a volatile space uh, no one to blame, you know, it's simply patterns, repeating patterns of what is learned. But in that, I wasn't able to say, this is how I need to be treated. This is how I need to be seen. This is how I, I get to take space. That just wasn't a factor. So when it came to being in relationships, I ended up being in relationships with um, very eccentric, head on, in a way, dominant and adventurous men, which I found exciting. But at the same time, I wasn't able to say, this is me, this is who I am, this is how I need to take up space. Mm -hmm. And in that, I, it, it became tremendously scary. And I really just had to learn that it was, it was like it was my lifeline. In order to claim my lifeline in the situation, I had to be able to speak my voice and to say, 
this is how I feel. This is what mm. I need. And it's been really interesting because, you know, those, those relationships didn't last for good reason. But I've been able to then take that space because it's a learned behavior. So I've been able to take that space into my life. And when I find mm. myself um, in situations where I need to be seen and I'm finding that uh, there's, there's, there's a context that's almost dominating my essence, I just have to, I just have to step right in and I have to trust mm. that process. So yeah. also as a way to be able to get to that point was that I ended up not being in a relationship for five years. I ended up having to say, you know what, I'm actually just not going to be with anyone because I don't know myself. I don't know how to access the space. I don't know how to hold my own space. And in that mm. journey, I've just cultivated more and more a relationship with myself that when it comes to the point of being in sacred union, I'm able to hold both spaces. I'm able to hold the masculine and the feminine. And I'm able to say, this is who I am. And either you can partner in parallel with me or we go our separate ways and not get entangled mm. in another story. Um, mm. Yeah, and I lose out of myself. So these are all very special tools that is a step-by-step process that cannot be achieved in a moment of, well, I'm just going to burn it all to the ground now because I need to reclaim myself. Or I've also personally found that you know, this, this movement of the, the sovereign self and following your calling and following your bliss, it certainly has selfish elements to it. And I find that, you know, it's been interesting as I've been observing that a lot of this can come from an empowered space and it can come from a wounded space. And I've been mm. finding that when it comes from a wounded space, it is very much the, I'm going to burn this all to the ground because I'm going to clear my fire and I'm going to run with it. As opposed to, I'm tremendously centered in this moment. I'm clear, mm. I'm connected, and I'm considering my space in the context for the overall good. And that's also where co-reliance comes in. And a, a co-reliance is something that I am looking at to more and more because, you know, we have, we have grandparents who sit alone at home. We have people who are poor on the streets. There, there are spaces where we are needed. So it's like, mm. how do we claim ourselves and bring our power into the world but, and still be able to feed this energy in, as a resource ourselves into the spaces around us, that it's not just a, a purely selfish endeavor. Yes, I think that's such an important point uh, that we can't fill other people's cups until we fill our own. And, and that's what you were talking about in being in relationship with people that in order to engage in a, in a graceful, grounded and authentic way and not from that wounded space, we need to really claim ourselves, claim our power, claim who we are and, and stand in that and really say, as you said, this is who I am. It's so funny because just before joining this call, and I'm going to be very vulnerable here, I, I was doing a bit of an anger process. Something came up which really, really triggered me at work. And um, I, I have my, my mom with me and we do a lot of processing together. And she said to me, why don't you stand on the balcony and like scream and just get that rage out? And I screamed and it just didn't feel right. It was, and that was coming from that wounded space of see me, see me, you know. And then what I actually did was just, I, what felt good to me was just standing there and speaking it out in firmness, standing in a very strong posture with my, you know, my chest open. And I just spoke the words that I needed to say 
and spoke out my anger and frustration without needing to scream it out. And, and that's what made me feel complete. It was that drawing of boundaries, that claiming of power it, with grace and with honesty and authenticity. You know, maybe for some people it might be that screaming, but uh, for me in that moment, it was, I felt that the screaming would be from that wounded place of, of see me and why don't you? And that rage and blame and, uh, you know, rather than acceptance and self-acceptance and compassion, which really comes with being in the sovereign self. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's so true because there is this exquisite movement of, of women coming through from their fire and being able to express their true selves and their, in a way, their, their tempestuous selves. And, and there is a rage and there's an energy in that rage because what anger is, it's actually an untapped resource of energy to set boundaries and to bring things into alignment and to make things right. It's tremendously symbolic and it's about using it in the right way. So it's like, it's always like shoot first or ask questions later or really take on the, the warrior archetype role and be able to align your arrow in a way that you can really hit the mark and bring mm -hmm. things into alignment so that you are connected with yourself and so that the way opens up for you in such a way. Because otherwise what we can do when we're coming from our wounded space is we can come from a space of neuroses. And then that just really feeds into the matrix of the pain body with yourself and with whoever it is else you're engaging with in that moment. And that is just an ego playground. And then we were lost mm. to our ego. So it's really reclaiming the self is very much about reclaiming the sovereign self, reclaiming the spirit, coming back to the baseline of who you are at your core and being in service to that. And by being in service to that, we're being to service to those around us. Yes, amazing. I totally feel that. And just to touch on, on what you mentioned, the warrior, and what we're talking about a lot here is these different archetypes. And there's hundreds of archetypes. Um, but if we work with four core ones being the lover, the crone or the sage, the, um, the sovereign, the king or the queen, and the warrior, they all need to work. The idea is that we find balance between all of them, right? Like the warrior can take action and drive, but without the sovereign to... You know, like stepping into the sovereign self, which takes, um, you know, decisive action, knows the bigger picture, sees the bigger picture. The warrior could just be that, that part of taking action, that part of self which takes action, which is what we talk about when we talk about the warrior, could just be working hard without any real direction or purpose. And so connecting with the sovereign self helps us, like you said, draw the arrow and hit the mark. Um, with precision and with grace and with authenticity rather than just working hard to work hard. And I think that's where like working smart versus working hard would come in, right? Um, and just for everyone who's tuning in, hello and welcome. I'm Paige, that's Claire. And we are talking about the sovereign self, that inner queen or king energy and what it means and how to step into it and embody it. So Claire, maybe you can actually start touching on that. What for you helps you embody the sovereign self? Well, it's very much about checking in with my body. And it's, it's a very immediate feeling because, you know, usually we don't really know how we feel about something. But that is very much because we're in our headspace. So mm -hmm. when we actually go into our body and say, well, how do I feel in my body? 
Hi, Hannah. Hannah's sending us hearts. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hannah is a queen, so we are honored to have her here with us. First hearted wire. And um, yeah, so touching a base with the body. So you will know, like, if you're going into a decision and it makes you feel an immediate sense of relief, then it's right for you. Then it's like, I'm in the right space. If you go into a situation and you're feeling anxious about it, then, then that's a message to you. And it's not necessarily a, a message that, you know, the space is bad for you and you need to get out immediately because that can also be a fight or flight mode, but also that something in the space is triggering and you are not connected to your sovereign self. You are not connected to your authentic self. You are not present in the moment. And by mm. connecting to yourself, your true self in that space, giving yourself that pause. So I'd like to give myself a pause. Mm. I'm all about the pause. I give myself a pause to <laughs> open it up, to really land in the space, to really touch in with myself in the space. And then I can hear, I can hear what I really want. And I can hear and I can feel where I'm being pulled to please the other in the situation. And I can feel what it is that I actually need to voice and say to bring it back into equilibrium. And it's mm. about allowing myself that space to see it clearly and then acting on that. Because otherwise, mm. I'm just going to be playing the, the I'm not going to be playing the fiddle. The fiddle is going to be playing me. And it's not fair to anyone in that situation because it's not in truth. And that situation mm. will play itself out until the point that I can be in truth. Mm. So I would say that so one of the things to do is to really just touch base with your heart, you know, breathe, take it mm. in, give yourself that pause, and then take it from there in a way that is true for you, as terrifying as it may be. And, I, you know, I, I recently experienced that experience when I was walking with uh, someone in the forest. And, you know, it, it, was my, uh, it, it was my automatic pattern to follow along with him because he had a very strong energy. He had a very leading energy, you know. And then it got to the point where it was a simple thing. It was a simple thing that I just needed to fix my bag because my bag was falling off my shoulder. And instead of trying to fix my bag while I was on my shoulder and go along with him and go along with his rhythm and his temperament and everything else, I actually just stopped. I actually just stopped. I took a pause. I came into my own energy. I came into my own space. And in that, for him to be able to meet me in that relating, he also had to pause in that space and it changed the interaction entirely. And suddenly I arrived in the space, me and my energy was in the space. So mm. it's really learning that we are allowed to be in the space and it's through these little actions. So it's, it's not necessarily, you know, and it's different for everyone. It can be an affirmation. It can be a pause. It can be touching in with your heart. It can be, Doing also what I find is when I do my yoga practice or when I do a physical, you know, suddenly I'm so connected in with my body and my mind is cleared that I'm able to show up and arrive in the space. So it's a different medicine for every person. And I really suggest that we, you know, we, we, we play with all of these things. It's, it's, it's up for experimentation and it's unique to you and your essence and what you need. And that's the main thing. So keep on experimenting until you feel like it's right. Until you feel the sense of like it clicks inside of you and you've shown up in the space and only you can know what that is and what that space is. But we're yeah. here to support you in that because we want everyone to be able to experience that. 
Yes, totally. That's something, um, feeling into your yeses and your noes and, and feeling into your body is so important. And it's something I spoke about in one of my previous videos where I was talking about a full body yes and how getting in touch with what your full body yes feels like can really help you tune into that sovereign self. Um, you know, like you were saying, noticing in a situation how your body is reacting. You know, is my heart beating faster? Am I feeling tensed up? How am I engaging right now? How is my body communicating to me? Do I feel relaxed? Do I feel open? And noticing those signals and just communicating. I like what you were saying, like listening to yourself, creating that line of communication with your, with your body, with your inner voice to really understand what's going on for you in in moment and just to say that that mindfulness is a practice um it's it doesn't come it like you said in a flash like you just do one workshop or listen to one talk and then you know you've got it, it it's a constant lifelong practice and like you said there's many different ways to engage with the sovereign self um and that's actually you know why our uh, course is six week immersion because we want to explore the different modalities and different ways that you can connect to your sovereign self whether it's through dance whether it's through sharing whether it's through uh, expressing rage or shame or guilt and having that heard in a safe space um, or being held and being seen sometimes that's all we need and exploring all those different avenues for connecting to our inner voice and our authenticity. So yeah, I really resonate with everything that you said. And so talking about embodiment and what it means to really open that line of communication with your body, Claire is going to be taking us through a short embodiment practice for all of us just to get a taste of the kind of work we will be doing in the six-week immersion, the kind of topics we will continue to talk about throughout the next few weeks, and um, yeah, to get a taste of what we will be doing together. So Claire, take it away. Amazing. Okay, so everyone who is in the room, I'd like to ask you to please, if you're able to put your phone somewhere, that it can stand up so that your hands are free Otherwise, to simply just listen to the instructions. So we're going to begin by sitting. You can be sitting or standing, whatever. So it's, this is about authenticity, whatever feels most authentic to you so that the energy can run through you, so that you feel strong and stable in yourself. And if you are standing, to really just let your feet be supported by the ground and rooted in the ground where you stand. And if you are sitting, then to just allow your energy to sink into the ground and to allow the ground to be supporting you. And then I'd like to invite you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in. Roll your shoulders back. Allow them to drop beside you so that your heart opens up in such a way that you're just so proud to allow your beautiful chest to open up and feel the source energy around you. Feel the source energy around you penetrating your skin and penetrating your heart and allowing yourself to really breathe it in like a golden light. And as you're breathing it in, 
I'd like you to invite you to bring your hands together into a prayer position and then bringing your hands, your thumbs to your third eye, in between your eyes to your forehead and letting it sit there and just letting your hands, the back of your hands press into your forehead and again here, taking a beautiful breath in and feeling yourself supported by the earth and feeling yourself connected to the sky and allowing your energy from your center within. And the center can either be from your navel it can, and it can be from your heart. And letting this energy to just expand out like an orb and take up space and take up space and take up space to fill your room to fill your house, wherever you happen to be, and allow it to take up space to the point that it can take up the entire world. And once it's taken up the entire world, to take up the entire universe. And connecting in with your center, being totally aware that you are accepted, loved, and received in whatever you have to bring, that you are being celebrated, that there is a sound in the air that rings, that is calling you and you're being called towards and that this ring is coming from within. And you are here in the space right now, mirroring the sound in the space, calling you out, your unique essence, your space here on earth and in the cosmos. And taking a beautiful deep breath in, just allowing this to soak in the space, your reckoning, your space in the world, your fire and total love and acceptance. And then from here, I'd like you to bring your hands down to your heart, pressing the back of the thumbs in your heart, rolling your shoulders back and taking this moment to pause, taking this moment to pause with the space, with this breath, connecting in with your essence, your fire, your queen, your true self, your sovereign self, asking yourself, how will I be respected so that I may take up space? And then seeing the layers falling away of all that stands in your way, seeing them blaze away in the fire as you allow your essence to shine through saying I am, and truly embodying this I am space. I am. And then to bring our voice, the medicine of our voice, into this embodiment meditation, I invite you to join me in three rounds of OM. OM is the sound of the universe. It is the vibrational frequency. It affirms that simply by being alive and in this space, we are sacred and we are absolutely necessary. Our essence has come through as a miracle of life, as all life is a miracle. And it affirms us in this space, that we have a place in this space, that we belong. And most of all, we belong to ourselves. So bringing it back in, I invite you to take a deep breath in to prepare. And then we will chant three rounds of arm together. 
connecting in with the heart, breathing into prepared. And taking in another breath, this time when you send your arm, sending your essence out so you can hear yourself around you. And then this third time, sending out your arms so that you are connected to and received by the entire universe. Breathing in to prepare. Uh, taking a deep breath in, soaking in all of this delicious energy. And then pausing the breath, holding the breath for a moment, sucking in your navel, connecting to the ground of the earth, connecting to the sky, rolling your shoulders back, opening up your heart, connecting in with the sovereignty of yourself. And as you connect in with the sovereignty of yourself, allowing the breath to be gently released and keeping your eyes closed, connecting with the space, coming to know the space as a space within you coming to know the space as a space to move from, coming to know the space as a space that you can trust and you can rely on and you can come back to if you ever feel like no one else is there, the space is here within you and it is infinite and it is full of love and it will make absolutely sure that you are respected at all times and it loves you and you love you, and I love you, and allow this fire to rise up and come through so that you can be the most magnificent queen the world has ever seen, setting life ablaze and holding the space, being in the space, seeing how your orb expands around the entire cosmos. And then when you are ready to allow this energy to move back in towards yourself, allowing your being to absorb this high vibrational frequency, coming back into your heart, into your belly, into your bones. And then releasing your hands down into your knees and rolling your shoulders back, just bathing in this energy, in this space, in this I am presence, in the space of being. 
allowing the space of being to fill your life from where you sit. And then when you are ready, and only when you are ready, because you must take this in as long as you need to take it in for your own healing and for your own sense of self, I invite you to first say yes to yourself and then to gently begin to open your eyes and come back into the room. That was beautiful, Claire. I really feel like I dropped into myself and into my sovereignty. Thank you for leading us through that embodiment practice. And again, just a wonderful taste of what is to come in the next few weeks as we bring on some more powerful women to speak about sovereignty. You can even hear in my voice, I've like brought it down, <laughs> like really in my belly. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be speaking to more incredible women about different embodiment practices, sacred sexuality, uh, rituals, lots of different things. So every Friday, catch us on IG Live. We'll be speaking about this um, with regards to our six-week immersion, which will be happening in June. DM us if you are curious, if you want to know more. We can send you some more details about that. Again, thank you, Claire. Thank you for that juicy practice. Thank you for your wisdom and for your sovereignty. I love you so much. I love you so much, too. Thank you for taking up the space. And pulling me in with you. I appreciate it. I love you so much. And I'm so excited to embark on this journey with you. Me too. And thank you for everyone who tuned in. We really appreciate the support. And I hope that this gifted you something for your weekend. Lots of love, everybody. And we'll catch you soon. Wow. Thank you. And shout out to Rishma. Thank you so much. I see you. I love you. I honor you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye.